0: The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO and PowerPlus, their next-generation broker portal that gives you more speed and control over the process. You can now disclose, lock, and manage your loan seamlessly from start to finish, all in one place. It's another reason why greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is the division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. It can be hard to help
1: borrowers understand the VA loan when mortgage professionals have their own misconceptions. One lender is getting proactive in changing that. Welcome to The Principal. I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network. Today, I'm joined by David Smith. He's a branch production manager at Loan Depot. He's also on Loan Depot's VA Council. So, David, thanks for joining me. Hey, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. So, I guess just, you know, starting things off, talk to me about how this VA Council came to be at Loan Depot.
2: Uh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely appreciate the question. Uh, so the VA council uh, is something that's been you know talked about, thought about for a long time, and you know I, I commend a lot of our senior leadership at at uh, at Lone Depot for realizing that you know, we really needed to put together uh, this incredible team to uh, to start leading with with education and teaching about VA and uh, really helping our you know our own company understand. Uh, all the ins and outs of this program. So, uh, so I went across the, uh, went across the, uh, you know, the enterprise and selected, uh, I want to say it's eight, maybe nine. Now I think we added one last week, uh, to this council to, to really, um, to really help raise awareness uh, around the VA program, so the the council itself, almost all of us did serve in the military. Uh, we've got a couple of military spouses, but uh, it's folks who are just completely dedicated to uh, to this mission and and really helping others.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and and I'm sure you know part of that is you know we we've seen plenty of of reporting from the Department of Veterans Affairs about even misconceptions with veterans. So I'm sure. Veterans who are now in this industry, you guys probably want to help clear this up, right? And, and help, help all of our, our veterans take advantage of this benefit that they've earned.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh it's uh in fact, it's been a mission of mine for for a long time. Uh my team that 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 I'm currently affiliated with, we're, we're all former military. Uh so it's, you know, we we call ourselves the BA team. Uh, and it's uh it's our primary focus is is training the market, uh, working with our with our veteran, you know, and active duty service members and uh really making sure that people understand how this program, you know, truly does work and uh from an industry standpoint, there there's so many people who served our country that are, you know either real estate agents or mortgage professionals, even title company professionals. You know it, it really is a mission, a collaborative effort uh, to uh, to raise awareness. Absolutely. I love the name, by the
1: way, the VA team. It's fantastic. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, you know, even
1: within the industry, I think, I think the average consumer just assumes if the, if they go talk to a, uh, to an MLO or to somebody in the industry that this person's going to know. And obviously there's a ton of products. It's, it's hard to know everything about every product, but with the VA in particular, um, you know, obviously it feels like you still, you think there needs to be education, even with the industry. So talk to me a little bit about that and, and some of the things that, that, MLOs should know so that they can help customers?
2: Yeah. So that's a, you know, that's a lot, right? So I think from, from the mortgage professional standpoint, uh, it's imperative that we truly understand how how this program works, and I understand that the stigma is out there. I understand that in the past the VA wasn't always easy to work with, and and I commend the VA uh, because they haven't really just sat still on that. Every single year, sometimes multiple times a year, uh, they make all kinds of extraordinary changes, and this pro this program has continued to you know, to really evolve uh, over the course of time. And right now, from a loan officer's perspective. It's an unbelievably powerful tool. Uh, this is something that you know, when we talk about, it, it's a benefit to our veterans and we want to thank our veterans. We want to take care of our veterans. I think as loan officers, we should be educated and we should be knowledgeable about this particular program because it is so extraordinary from the veteran's perspective. I mean, it's one of the only programs out there where uh, where I can still get 100% financing. And you know, this is one of the biggest changes that we ever saw happen January 1st of 2020 is now a veteran can get 100% financed for anything they can financially qualify for. This is huge, right? This is, you know, all these states that, you know, may have been higher price states or something like that, that have kind of stayed away from VA. Those are the states that should be taking, you know, a lot of time to really understand it and and because it's become such a powerful player now. Uh, I also think that, you know, one of the other extraordinary benefits of a VA loan is what it doesn't have. It doesn't have mortgage insurance. There is no PMI. There's no MIP. And that gives our buyers, you know, a tremendous amount of more buying power, number one, Uh, Number two, their money is being used to pay towards principal, which is, you know, that's a big part of the benefit of this program. And so uh, I think, um, you know, from a loan officer's perspective, we have to understand this. It's our job. It's our responsibility to to know this program and to guide people the right way and answer the answer the questions the right way.
0: Don't miss the largest regional mortgage show in the nation. The New England Mortgage Expo returns to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, January 12th and 13th. See us at www.nemortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour. www.nemortgageexpo.com.
1: And obviously everyone's situation is going to be different, but based on some of the things you just talked about, it sounds like you feel like you, you should know about this because if a customer comes in and they're a veteran, a lot of times it, you know, does, is this going to be the the best uh, mortgage product for them?
2: Yeah. In a lot of cases, in a lot of cases, I actually do believe that it's uh, uh, it's, it's probably going to be one of the best uh, for sure. I think that it's, uh, I think that it's an extraordinary program the way that it's been comprised. I think that with all the changes that have happened from the VA, uh, that it's far easier to to get this thing to the completion line than it was in the past. And, and those are the stigmas that we have to tear down. Uh, I I believe in, in my heart that uh, this can compete with the other mortgage vehicles out there. And that in most cases, it's still the best. And, and, you know, part
1: of, part of, a mortgage professional's job here is going to be working with veterans to overcome their own misconceptions. And I know the VA has been doing a lot of work. It seems like yep. the active duty, the younger veterans who are still serving maybe have a better understanding of of the program and, and are are going to be looking to use this. But just in general, what are some of the misconceptions if I'm a mortgage professional that I should be ready to, to overcome uh, based on what veterans, the misinformation that they're getting?
2: Yeah, so... I I think in the world today, information is readily available. Uh, you know, our younger generation is going to do a lot more research and a lot more homework than 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 my generation would have done. Because when I exited the military, I did not understand this program at all. I didn't know anything about it. Even the people that I asked, they didn't know anything about it. And that's where you start to, you know, that's where you start to find all the the, the myths if you will, or the misunderstandings of this program. Because if somebody's perpetuating things that are not accurate that's what tends to stick around so when we look at when we look at these programs i'm a national trainer i teach real estate agents i teach consumers we teach mortgage professionals as well i get a lot of the exact same questions right number 1 a lot of people think this program is a one and done program they can only use it once and that's you know that's just simply not the case in fact once we uh, once we've earned this benefit, we have the right to use it the rest of our lives. We can use it for every purchase that we ever do. Uh, another big one that's out there is is a lot of people don't think that they can own uh, multiple homes. Uh, now there's different rules that apply with that, and there's different things that we have to pay attention to. Uh, but as a as a loan officer, those are the things that we should understand, right? How does how does owning one house impact another house? What if somebody had a previous foreclosure that was in a VA loan, you know, 35 years ago? How does that impact their buying power going into the future, right? When do we have to worry about counting loan limits, and when do we not? Uh, what you know? At, how do we get a certificate of eligibility? All of those things we should know how to do. How to how to under, you know understand what that you know what that piece of paper is saying, and how we can use that to help a veteran. I think also the other major major thing that we should be doing as as you know as loan officers is simply asking the question: Did you serve in our military? You know, that's a lot of times. Um, and this is it's interesting because we've done so many different surveys and, you know, we kind of learned a lot of veterans just don't walk in and self-identify that that they served. So if they don't self-identify and, you, you know, we're not asking that question, then we're never actually going to run the VA scenario. And so I think that we have to get better as an industry uh, of just really bringing it to the forefront and saying, Hey, did you serve? Great. How long, what type of discharge do you have? And, and, and then really starting to put that file together from there.
1: And, and, you know, of course it is, it is a benefit veterans have have served and and it's always good to help uh, veterans take advantage of the benefit, but also, you know, let's be honest, this is, this is a business you're trying to, to close loans here. So just talk to me about from that standpoint, having this tool and having another, you know, It's another benefit that for some customers they can take advantage of that may be the best product for them at a time when we're probably looking at origination continuing to tick down for at least the next six to 12 months.
2: Right. So, you know, what do we know about our military? We're always moving, right? The, the, you know, I, I served our military and I think I lived in probably five different places in a pretty short period of time. So uh, our military is always moving. Our military is always gonna need help with that. You have people PCSing, which is a permanent change in duty station. So, you know, for example, they're going from you know Fort Riley, Kansas to Fort Hood, Texas. Well, if they need to buy a house, they're going to need to talk to a professional who understands that. Maybe somebody's ETSing, so they're actually separating from the military. Chances are, you know, for the you know the greatest majority of our military is not going to stay uh, where they're ETSing from, so they're going to be moving somewhere, and this is where they really need to have somebody who understands how this program works, you know, with. You know, how long before they can buy a house? This is where most of those questions are going to come up is around our active duty, you know, separating or transitioning. But then from the veteran population themselves, you know, the average veteran moves every seven to 10 years. It's like ingrained in us from being in the military that we just move constantly. And so, uh, you know, from a mortgage professional standpoint, are we really targeting all of the opportunities that are out there? Because if we're just ignoring an entire segment of people, are we really doing them a service? And then, secondly, is this an opportunity for me to, uh, to to gain business share too?
1: Absolutely, Dave. Thanks so much for joining me.
0: All right, thank you, Mike. We'll be right back with the rest of your headlines. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next-generation broker portal. Visit TPO.PennyMac.com to sign up. PennyMac TPO is a Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply.
1: Welcome back. Here's your headlines for today, November 28th. Some of the hottest housing markets in the pandemic are seeing prices cool the fastest. Redfin says markets like Austin, Texas and Phoenix, Arizona are seeing double digit percentage point drops in price growth. Meanwhile, metros that were slower and steadier at the start of the year are seeing prices grow faster. Two New Jersey men are facing time in federal jail after admitting to their roles in a $4 million mortgage fraud scheme. A real estate agent and a lawyer used fake buyers to get mortgages in Newark, but they never paid the mortgages, leaving straw buyers with the bill. Two other conspirators have also previously pleaded guilty to their roles. And finally, an analyst is correcting a report that caused Rocket's company's stock price to drop earlier this month. The report reflects that Rocket is pooling $9 billion in loans that it's planning to sell in the near future. The analysts previously claimed that Rocket was having a hard time finding investors who wanted the mortgages. Kevin Heal of Arcus Research still is urging shareholders to sell their stock. He's one of three analysts saying this, according to MarketBeat, compared with eight saying investors should stay put. This has been The Principle, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Coutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.